traffic stops, a routine part of a police officer's job. With the intention of keeping our streets safe, unfortunately, law enforcement officers and motorists alike face the risk of encountering danger, disease, and even death during these routine stops. In fact, between 2016 and 2021, more than 400 drivers or passengers were not wielding weapons, but were wrongfully killed in situations that started off as a normal traffic stop, with unfortunately black motorists being overrepresented among those killed. But let's not forget that officers are also killed by armed motorists. Such loss of lives on either side is unacceptable, and it is clear that the traditional method of engaging in a traffic stop needs to change. Enter Cocoon Technologies, a company that has developed a license and registration app that allows the maintenance of physical distance between civilian and police officers, while enabling safe and effective communication through a recorded interaction. Hello, I am your host, Mike Lake, and in today's preview, I will be talking with Leah Lewis, founder and president of this revolutionary application. Innovation, resiliency, discovery. Join Mike Lake, president and CEO of Leading Cities, as we explore the technologies shaping the possibilities of our future with a preview of tomorrow. Hello and welcome, Leah. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of Preview Tomorrow. And of course, I want to thank all of our guests, uh, whether you're listening or viewing this episode. It, we're so grateful to have you, especially for a topic that we're going to cover today. I'm, I'm just thrilled to introduce you today to Leah Lewis. She is the founder and president of Cocoon Technologies, a company that has developed a mobile application that enables safe communication between civilian and police officers to effectively reduce police violence incidents in our cities. Um, Leah, this is, especially here in the U.S., this is an issue that no matter what you turn on, television, radio, I mean, there's constantly a story, um, it seems like it's every day, of, of just somebody unnecessarily uh, losing their life whether it is a police officer or whether it is a civilian. Um, how did you personally get, get passionate about this issue? Yeah, well, as you can imagine, as an African-American, this is an issue that I have a heightened awareness about. And we started our company only last year. And it was during, I believe, the period where we were all watching the George Floyd murder trial or waiting for his for the verdict in that trial. And there was a gentleman by the name of Dante Wright, who was also he was murdered during a traffic stop. Mike, I had just reached my wits end. I said, how many more of these deaths are we going to have to experience as not only African-Americans, but as Americans? This is taking a toll on our on our social fabric, on our psyches. And so the night I found out about Dante Wright's death, I went into prayer. I'm actually Reverend Dr. Leah Lewis. I went into prayer. I went to sleep. 
And Mike, while I was sleeping, I could feel myself wrestling. And it was almost like I went somewhere physically or spiritually. And when I woke up the next morning, I had the idea for our solution, which is called LARA, which stands for License and Registration App. And then I called the only tech startup founder I knew at that time. I shared the idea with him. And he said, Leah, that'll keep police officers safe too. So I had this solution that would benefit human beings, mm -hmm. both motorists and law enforcement. And often we live in the same communities. We are, we are community members. So I feel very fortunate to now have the opportunity to develop this solution and build up Cocoon Technologies. Well, I have to tell you, one of my personal uh, favorite parts of, of this technology, and we're going to get to that in just a moment, but it is exactly what you just said. It's it's how this, it, it doesn't play into this uh, rhetoric that we've seen so much in this country of its, you know, police versus the others. Uh, it, it's any unnecessary loss of life is a tragedy. Um, and that's that's something we all share. And mm -hmm. so this solution puts us all back in the same boat, right? It, it brings us all around a common goal that human life is precious and should be preserved. Yeah. Um, so let's talk a little bit about the solution, uh, about the problem itself. I mean, it, it's prevalent, uh, you know, we we hear as I as I said before we hear about this it seems like every day or night on the news, and just give us a sense how how much uh, you know violence is there or, or how much loss of life is there on either side. Mm -hmm. There's a great deal. So the statistics I have stop in 2020. So we know there's more there's more suffering and more death that has resulted. But in 2020 alone, Mike, over 400 unarmed motorists were killed by police officers during routine traffic stops. Conversely, over the last five years, 60 police officers have lost their lives during routine traffic stops, most often as a result of gun violence, just like the motorist. And so, you know, I mentioned Dante Wright earlier. Last year in Chicago, a 29-year-old police officer by the name of Ella French lost her life during a traffic stop. And let me add one more piece of piece of data. Over the course of 10 years, the top 30 municipalities that have had to contend with lawsuits stemming from alleged police brutality have paid out over three billion, three billion dollars. That is those are funds, that's tax dollars, that's insurance coverage that could be used in much more constructive ways for the benefit of the community as a whole. Absolutely. I mean, $3 billion is no joke. I mean, first of all, here at Leading Cities, you know we'd be advocating that that money be invested into implementing better solutions to the challenges cities face. But just the education budget, hiring more police officers. I, I mean, there's so much better use of those funds. Um, but the, in the end, the, the loss of, of that tax revenue, 
um, it pales in comparison to the loss of life of a loved one, uh, and 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 then families suffer on both sides. It, it's yep. a it's a serious problem. So tell us, tell us about Lara. Tell us about how this can, we can turn this around and start saving these lives rather than creating that con consistent fear that people have. And, and by the way, I was just listening to the statistics you shared. You know, I said I feel like every day. We, we hear about another story. It, it's on average, it's more than one a day that, uh, that we hear of the loss of a civilian life. And it, it sounded like at least once a week, you hear of the mm -hmm. loss of a, a police officer. I mean, yeah, this is just yeah. too much loss unnecessarily. So tell us how Lara can help us. Yeah, so Lara is a solution that would allow police officers to still conduct a routine traffic stop but both the motorist and the law enforcement officer remain in their cars and they communicate via technology. This allows both human beings to have physical distance and physical barriers between themselves and any lethal weapon that may be present. And basically, the police officer will communicate with the motorist via smartphone or smart car technology. So this does not impede the transaction. We're living in the day of the pandemic, right? So people are accustomed now to communicating via video chats. And that's essentially how Lara will take place. And one of the beautiful things about our solution is that both parties will have an opportunity to record the transaction. So there's mutual benefit there as well. Well, you mentioned the pandemic and just listen to this, not only are we more used to this technology, but we're also more used to social distancing. And ultimately, Lara is a social distancing solution. Um, it, only it, it's not just about protecting us from a virus, right? It's about lethal weapons as well. So walk, it, if you don't mind, walk us through that, that dreaded moment. You're driving down the street and you see the red and blue lights behind you. What happens yeah. next? So the, you see, you're, you're right. That's how a traffic start, stop begins. The officer pulls you over, right? Again, neither party would get out Not of Not that their... I know from personal experience, of course. <laughs> of course. So, so again, neither party would get out of their car. There would be an identifier that would allow the officer to pull up the motorist information. At that point, they'll have their name and they'll have a means by which they can contact the motorist again on their smartphone or through smart car technology. The motorist would then have an opportunity to say, yes, I want to communicate with this officer via Lara. If they say yes, the officer then submits information letting the, the driver know why they've been stopped. So then the driver will have a sense of, oh, this is the infraction I've been, the alleged infraction I've been stopped for. At that point, a video chat will ensue. 
They can talk freely amongst one another and the officer will be able to share key information. The motorist would have a record of that. They'd have a record of the ticket or the citation as if one is given. And we would like to create a dynamic where the motorist can then pay the citation through their smartphone or smart car technology and then the transaction ends. And the beautiful thing is I've had traffic stops, Mike. I have. I'll admit to I it. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. No, I have. And I tell you, there was one stop in particular where the officer who was leading the stop, he was very polite. He was very respectful, but he had a colleague who got out of the car. She went to my passenger side. She had her hand on her gun and she was swaying back and forth like she was ready for me to take off. It was unnerving. So I took my keys out of my ignition and put them on the top of the car so that she would know I'm not going anywhere. I'm a lawful citizen. I'm here to engage this officer in a polite, respectful way. A lot of people would not have known to do that. Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. she heightened the situation. With Laura, we'll have none of that because people can interface face to face in the comfort and sanctity of their own vehicles without any physical threat present. You know, I, I, it occurred to me listening to, to like walking through that normal scenario. Another area we didn't even mention, I mean, we talked about the, the loss of life due to a, a weapon, but there are also a number of officers you hear lo losing their lives or being seriously injured just because they're standing outside of a vehicle on a highway or exactly. on the side of a road. Exactly. exactly. So you're actually protecting them against that yep. threat as well. We are. You know, I would tell you, we were interfacing with our pilot site, which is Middleburg Heights, Ohio. We're working with their police department. And while we were aware of that, that issue, the police chief actually named it because a highway is within their jurisdiction. And so you're absolutely right. We've had instances where police officers and motorists have been run over and harmed or killed because of a traffic stop. We want to eliminate that altogether. We know that our solution will require a behavioral change, but it's one we're excited about because the, the, the motorists and the police officers that we've interfaced with see that this is a prudent common sense solution that also allows the police to do their job. So real quickly, how, how difficult or easy is it for a department to actually implement a solution like this? Yeah, we believe it's going to be fairly easy. You know, we want to create a dynamic where we can piggyback off their existing technology. And most people have smartphones and you know, technology is indicating that more and more cars are going to have screens in them. And so smart car technology is evolving. So, you know, we've had a positive response from the police departments we've interfaced with. And again, we want to piggyback off existing technology so that the officers, so law enforcement departments do not incur unnecessary costs. Uh, look, the, the just 
projecting well let me ask you a question it's the question i ask all our guests as we're nearing the end here looking 10 20 50 years out every police force in, in the world is using lara technology what does it mean what does it mean to the individuals involved what does it mean to the community what does it mean for all of us yeah well i believe that people will become acclimated to engaging in a traffic stop via video chat so let me start there mm -hmm. um, i believe we will reduce threat substantially and that means we will reduce the number of human beings who incur harm or death during traffic stops. That means that, you know, the, the communal fabric is strengthened. We talked about the use of $3 billion of resources that go towards wrongful death um, cases. Imagine having that kind of money that we can build up our community. We can contribute to extracurricular activities for our youth. We can do other dynamic social programs that can also eliminate crime in other ways. We can just really strengthen the fabric of our society. And we believe strongly that Laura is a life-saving solution that moves policing into the 21st century and beyond. Well, I couldn't have summed it up better than that. Uh, this, this is uh, just incredible what you've created. And it is just so necessary, particularly in this country, like I said too many times already, there's just such a a waste of life uh, that we hear about every day. Um, thank you, thank you for dedicating, you know, all of the time and effort and energy that it takes to to create a solution like this and, and get it off the ground. Um, I really want to thank you because it's been an honor to have you on this this episode of Preview Tomorrow, and I'm just so grateful for the the impact you can have uh, for so many people who never know if that was the stop that could have taken their life. Right. So yeah. thank you for being on this episode of Preview of Tomorrow. Well, Mike, like I want to thank you and your team at Leading Cities. It's been a joy to work with you, and I look forward to building on our relationship as we go forward. Take care. And thank you for tuning in to this episode of Preview of Tomorrow. Listeners like you are essential to advancing our efforts to drive resiliency and sustainability for all. I ask that you give us a rating on Apple Podcasts or whichever streaming platform you prefer. Your feedback helps us to grow and share these brief previews of what life in the future can be. In addition to thanking our guest today, I want to thank Peter Roy and Demetria Bridges for making this podcast possible. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and encourage others to also join us each week in previewing the possibilities of tomorrow. Preview of Tomorrow is brought to you by Leading Cities, a global nonprofit driving resilience and sustainability for all by unleashing the potential of the world's cities. Join them at leadingcities.org.